Welcome to today's episode of Building Builders, a podcast made for contractors. In this episode, we are joined by Scott Clark to talk about his journey from working as an equipment operator to his transition into construction tech. We also talk about the realities of working in the snow removal industry, as well as job site safety. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Scott, it's great to have you here. Um, you know, welcome to Building Builders podcast. Uh, um, you know, we've known each other for many years, have, have got the pleasure of being able to work together and uh, really happy to be uh, uh, doing this uh, with you here today. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Um, so, Scott, for uh, those who, who don't know you, um, um, you know, you've got a really impressive uh, background in construction. Uh, why don't we just take a minute and, uh, you know, you can kind of share with uh, everyone what you've been up to. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, It's been a, a, a long career of, uh, of construction. I think it uh, kind of all started um, being uh, living out in the country and, and having a... a entrepreneurial father. Um, we always had construction equipment around tractors. Um, so I was, you know, working with that stuff at a young age. Um, our family business was, uh, modular homes and sales. So, um, pretty early on, I was, um, using equipment to move and, and set mobile homes and, um, really got familiar with it. Uh, later on, um, yeah, really got into the large heavy equipment, um, earth moving, um, working with, you know, rock trucks and dozers and excavators, um, had some, some big projects, uh, working with companies like Panasonic, um, to do the solar wind farms, um, in Southern Ontario. So it's been, uh, it's been a, it was a, it was a, a fun career for sure. It was a great time. Um, and you've, uh, I, I think you were out at uh, West uh, doing some of that very heavy earth moving as well, right? Uh, not out West, uh, just mostly um, uh, Southern Ontario. Um, but I, I've got a lot of a lot of um, uh, coworkers and friends that did end up going out there. It was uh, a move I thought about, but uh, never ended up doing. Right, right, right. So you, um, you know, that's cool. So you, the majority of this work has been here in Southern Ontario. Um, and lots and lots of heavy earth moving, uh, and it's something I want to cover later, but, you know, really cool that you've made this, uh, this transition over to, um, construction tech, um, as well. Yeah, it was, um, I, I think, um, taking advantage of opportunities and, um, what you guys presented, um, it was really interesting. I thought it was a, a great idea, um. I, I loved what I was doing. It was a hard uh, change, but it was, um, I think it was a challenge that I, I wanted to accept. Um, and it, it's been, it's been great. I've had a, a, an amazing time at Dozer over the you know, five years. Um, it's, uh, I, I do still miss operating. I, uh, I think you're maybe the same that any opportunity to, to get into a little mini excavator or a skid steer even is, uh, I always try and take advantage. It's a, uh, it's something that I feel passionate about, but um, try and take advantage of any opportunity to get back into a piece of equipment. I, uh, I do watch uh, some shows where you see the big excavators and dozers and I get a little jealous that, you know, I, uh, I don't get to do it anymore and play with those big toys. 
when when we first met, uh, we were doing snow removal together, uh, and it happens to be uh, you know one of those days here in Ontario. Lots of snow on the way, lots of freezing rain. Um, I'm 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 not missing the anxiety that went along with snow removal, but I am missing being in that equipment. So how about yourself? Yeah, um, same. I still have the same. Um, I'm sure you do too. Um, even though I'm not fully in in operating mode anymore with it, I still track storms. I, I see that something's coming up, and you know we do have a lot of winter rentals, so um, I, I prepare myself for um, issues. But I do I do miss um, some of those late nights pushing snow. And this sounds uh, maybe a little funny for people, but um, three o'clock in the morning pushing snow. Um, out around the city, you kind of have the city to yourself. The snow's falling. It's um, it's a really fun time. I always I always enjoyed that, and I do I do miss it. Um, if somebody gave me the opportunity, like I said before, I think I would uh, I think I would do it just for the fun of it. It's uh it was it was always a good time. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I, I definitely agree. Um, so on that note, uh, Scott, let's talk more about your time as a, as an operator. You know, there's, mm-hmm. uh, probably some, you know, best and worst, uh, moments. Um, does anything, you know, come to mind, uh, over your career, those, those best and worst? Um, yeah, I think there's, there's always great moments. Uh, I think some of the, the most interesting, um, projects were, uh, like I mentioned before, um, working with, uh, a couple large companies, for uh um, panasonic they were doing wind farms in southern ontario and um, we were building the crane pads and the roads for the access and uh, that was a a great collaboration with um, some of the large crane companies i mean these things are um, lifting you know 70 ton um, 200 feet in the air Um, we had to have a a a really good base and um, good materials. And it was, it was a lot of fun to, um, to watch that grow and see, uh, see it progress. Um, it was, it was a very interesting project. Um, really learned a lot. Um, there's, uh, there's also, uh, the, you know, worked on the 407 extension project. Um, that was, uh, also very interesting, um, highway, um, you know, big cuts, huge fills, um, lot of equipment that's probably one of the biggest projects i've worked on um you go out and get out in the morning and there's just a a a train of excavators and dozers and rock trucks all leaving out you know it's like a parade um it was a it was a really fun job but there were uh, good times and worst probably the worst time was uh for that project on the 407 we got into some material that um, it didn't matter what you put the equipment in. Um, it was just, they were getting buried. They were getting, uh, swamped, um, stuck. Um, you're constantly, um, pushing rock trucks out. Uh, we got into a really clay, a blue clay material that, um, was actually making the excavator operators, uh, seasick because it, it, there was no stability in the ground. So it was, um, actually kind of rocking like a boat every time you move the excavator and um, guys actually had to get out and just stand on the ground and, and take a minute to uh, uh, orient themselves. It was a, it was a pretty rough scenario and we did that for about a month. 
um, before we got through that material. So that was uh, um, not the most enjoyable experience. Um, that and also uh, I think and nobody uh, nobody loves the breakdowns that are associated with uh, with heavy equipment. Um, we know it's going to happen. You have uh, you know your maintenance plan and and you take care of the equipment and you maintain it uh, best of your ability, but eventually they're going to break down and uh, that always you know uh, presents issues and and uh, delays that you know you have to work with. <laughs> Scott, in that situation where uh, you're working through the clay uh, on the 407, um, you know, kind of thinking from a safety perspective, uh, and you've got this train of rock trucks, how do you communicate with each other? Uh, you know, when somebody sees something, um, how, how do you, uh, how does everyone communicate and, you know, share, you know, their, uh, their experiences or, provide some kind of warning or caution to, uh, to each other? Um, some, some job sites, it's requirements to have, um, you know, uh, communication devices, um, CB radios, uh, this scenario we didn't, um, but we were really lucky to have, um, some really good experienced operators, um, people that knew what to do and, and could see things happening and, and react uh, appropriately. If somebody was getting stuck in a, in a spot, um, you know, uh, an excavator or a dozer could come over and, and patch up or fix the haul road. Um, the, the, you know, the rock truck operators, um, they're, they're experienced enough to know to avoid soft spots. Um, so it was, it was just a lot of, uh, a lot of good experience. Um, also some hand gestures and, and, you know, um, reminding guys and, and letting people know what to watch out for at, um, you know, the, the morning meetings and the safety meetings. Um, we were always very diligent to, to let guys know that, Hey, this is, this is, um, getting to be, a um, a safety issue, be very, you know, um, aware of, of your surroundings and, and who's around and leave everybody just a little extra space. Um, because, you know, we know things are going to happen today. So, um, that was, that was the priority is just being safe and being very aware. I think that's the biggest thing in, um, any, um, heavy equipment, um, position is, um, really got to keep your eyes open and, uh, and see what's going on and keep, keep track of people, um, know where they are at all times because, uh, it, it only takes a minute sometimes to um to get in some trouble so uh yeah just a lot a lot of awareness um that leads really well into my next question uh i wanted to ask you if uh um you have any best tips best uh practices for equipment operators um you know common mistakes inefficiencies that can be avoided um yeah um i think the 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 safety the safety aspect of it sometimes seems a little silly, you know, work boots and wearing your, your PPE equipment at all times. Um, you know, sometimes you'll forget it in a, in a, in a piece of equipment or forget it at home, but it's just, it's really important to, to follow that. Um, it's just going to keep you safe and it's going to keep others safe. Um, but, uh, yeah, just being aware and, and not becoming that complacent operator that, um, uh, you know, just really 
seems to know what's going on and then ends up making mistakes. Um, everybody's going to make a mistake. Um, you just really got to, uh, to limit it and, and make sure it's not, not uh, something that's going to endanger somebody. Um, there's a, they're, they're big pieces of equipment. Um, I definitely, after a while noticed that I, I would get, um, very, um, relaxed and, and it's amazing how relaxed you can get with a hundred thousand pound piece of iron. Um, it becomes an extension of yourself and, uh, you can get pretty relaxed and, and get very comfortable with it. But if you're not always aware, um, you, you can get in trouble. You can, you can, um, really, uh, really hurt something or somebody pretty quick. So just, uh, just to, you know, be aware of what you're doing and, and what type of equipment you're running. We, we talk on this podcast a fair bit about, uh, management styles, um, and mm-hmm. effective leaders. Um, are, are there any sort of, uh, great experiences that you can speak to, uh, about, you know, great leaders that you've run into in your, um, your time in construction and, and maybe what made them, uh, you know, great leaders? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the great leaders and great, um, great managers, um, guys that can show, um, aren't just going to get out there and tell you what to do. They're, they're going to show you, um, and they're not afraid to, um, still get, um, you know, get dirty. Uh, we all know that it's a, it's a grind to work your way from, you know, a little packer and, and a shovel, to a piece of equipment. That's a big move. Um, and, and then, you know, the next move is, is being a, um, a grade foreman or, or somebody that's, you know, back into a pickup truck and, and doing some more management. Um, but it really does, uh, show a lot and, 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 and help guys to see the, the managers and the, and the owners and all, and stuff like that, um, get out there and get dirty. Um, I had a great foreman for construction for many years. And if we were down a guy or if somebody called in sick, um, he, or had to leave for any reason, he was the first one that was in the piece of equipment. And, um, he would, he would, uh, work just as hard and just as long as everybody else. Um, and that really went a long ways. He, he had, uh, a lot of, um, uh, good relationships with his operators because of that, um, I think the the exact same thing with yourself. Um, you were you were never when we were pushing snow. You were never afraid to get out there and um, you know take a tractor and and go out. Um, even if it was one that I was uh, warmed up and had all cleaned up and ready to go, um, as happened one day. I'm not sure if you know that or not, but uh, I, uh, I don't think I knew that. I had uh, I went into work and I, I'm particular. I like my equipment clean and and windows clean, so I went in and got it all ready, and it was warmed up and ready. It was a cold night, and um, uh, I went over to grab my lunch for the night. And as I was walking back, there goes Kevin driving down the road in the in the tractor I had all ready to go. So. He, he had a nice warm tractor for the night. I went and got in a cold one and carried on. But <laughs> Sorry he, about that, Scott. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah, it was, I, uh, I, I'm sure I thought somebody had just come back in and I was uh, probably racing out to solve some kind of emergency. I thought it was uh, funny. Apologies. I just said, hey, well, he, it, it's his tractor. I can't really complain. So, But, <laughs> I mean, I had also admired that, you know, it was, it was late at night. You could have been at home and uh, – 
and, you know, tucked away with the family, but um, you were out there um, doing what needed to get done. So that's, that definitely goes a long ways um, in, in any industry, but I think especially construction, because it can be a grind sometimes. It's a, it's not uh, always an easy uh, uh, industry to be in. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, <laughs> sorry for stealing your tractor. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think the message comes across loud and clear that, uh, you know, um, leaders, uh, it's important for leaders to get uh, involved and, you know, um, be part of the team, um, you know, rather than just kind of, uh, you know, sitting up, uh, sitting up up top and, you know, hands off. It's uh, really important to just, uh, you know, build, uh, build trust with the team um, and, and know how to operate the equipment and, um, you know, be there uh, as a, as a team ever. So um, yeah. yeah, great, great insight there. Um, Scott, a little more on, on winter season. So, <laughs> you know, uh, that, it can be tough, right? It's, uh, yeah. as you said, it's, it's cold. It's, literally the worst conditions, right? It's either really, really cold and maybe it's minus 20 and it's dry, uh, you know, and batteries won't start that kind of stuff or it's cold, uh, you know, maybe minus two to minus four, rainy, wet, um, just tough, tough conditions out there. Wind's blowing. Sometimes you can't see mm-hmm. Talk to me about this a little bit more. What what what's it like to be an operator, uh, you know, in the winter time out there in the dark and the cold? Um, yeah, yeah. It's um, it, just like you said. It it's uh, it, it the 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 conditions vary. Um, everybody thinks maybe has their preference. Um, if it's like you said, minus two, raining, cold, um, you get wet. I, I think that's the probably the worst uh, conditions for me. Uh, I get very uncomfortable at that point. I uh, minus 20 uh, dry. That's seems terrible for some people, but um, I, I am a little more comfortable that way. Um, but it's, it's, it's tough. It is um, equipment. Um, the, the maintenance of the equipment becomes a huge uh, um benefit. It, you have to maintain the equipment at that point. Um, it needs to be greased, uh, batteries maintained, started. Um, the winter season, we get big gaps where there's nothing going on and everybody gets really comfortable and say, Hey, this is great. You know, we're, we haven't had to push snow in a little while. Um, but then when that <clears throat> minus 20 comes and, uh, we got to go out and, and do our job, um, you have to make sure that everything's going to start and run. And when it doesn't, um, your day can change very quickly. Um, working outside, um, cold hands, um, cold feet, wind blowing. It's, uh, it can be a little, a little miserable at times, but, um, you know, uh, I, I enjoyed it sometimes, sometimes, um, you know, it, it, there, there's always something to, uh, to tackle, um, and, and once you get going, um, it, it was fun. Uh, I, I really, really did enjoy it. Um, the, the weather was always a challenge though. This podcast is sponsored by Dozer, an online marketplace for heavy equipment rentals across North America. 
Partnering with thousands of rental houses, Dozer provides contractors with access to local suppliers, transparent pricing, mobile ordering, and an industry-leading payment option of 0% interest for 60 days. Go to dozer.com to find your next heavy equipment rental. That's D-O-Z-R dot com. Yeah, so many, uh, so many things that you know would be unexpected, but uh, at the same time, I think you know the job of the business and and, and the operators to try and expect these things. Uh, did, did you ever run into uh, the diesel fluid uh, uh, gelling up? Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember one day we, uh, I came in and uh, I think out of oh, I don't know, a dozen tractors or so that were um, you know out and about around the city. Um, different areas. I remember going around and, and trying to start them and um, <clears throat> just a, a myriad of issues, um, uh, gelled or frozen um, fuel, which just is never going to let a unit start. It just, the only way to, to help that is to thaw it. Um, the dead batteries, um, again, sometimes that's operators not um, fully understanding the mechanics, um, letting the glow plugs cycle multiple times before starting it um definitely helps um but i know we i've i've seen a few scenarios um that in construction even too because we will have construction sites that will go throughout the the winter and it, it comes down to the silliest things not parking the engine into the wind um you know turn a turn a tractor to to so that the the back of the tractor is getting the wind. It may only be a few degrees, um, but it stops that driving snow from getting into those, you know, little crevices. And it, uh, it can definitely be a, a tough time to get things to start. Um, there's, you start to learn little tricks and, and, um, things to help you, um, with that. Um, but, uh, sometimes a mechanic is just your best friend. Um, sometimes you just need a little help, but it's, uh, it's a, yeah, it can be challenging. Just a little more on operating in the winter. It's, uh, it's definitely mentally tough. Um, do you have any, uh, tips for, uh, you know, managing that? Um, yeah, it is tough. Uh, you're out there, you know, the, the, the winter, um, you know, the, it's, you're usually waking up when it's dark, you're going to bed when it's dark or just, you know, becoming light. Um, cause most of the storms come through, um, through the uh, evening. Um, so it, it is tough. Um, just getting good rest. Um, again, maintaining the equipment so that you're not out, um, you know, in the freezing cold, um, funny, silly little tips and tricks that I've always used over the seasons. Um, uh, you know, coffee is always, uh, there's always a myriad of, uh, coffee cups in, in snow equipment. Um, the funny thing that I've always used in this works for driving and, and operating, um, sunflower seeds. Um, I was always, a uh, um, uh, had a big bag of those, uh, spits sunflower seeds. There's something, um, that just keeps your, your mind going and, um, and, as soon as I stopped eating those, I would get tired. But as soon as I started eating them again, um, that seemed to be always my my little hidden secret is uh, lots of sunflower seeds. Um, but, uh, you know, good equipment too can, um, can ease the fatigue. Um, 
in construction and snow equipment. Um, if you've got the right equipment um, for the job you're doing, um, the it takes a lot of the operator fatigue out of it um, and makes things a lot easier. You're not working as hard. Great, uh, great, great tips. We should have had a uh, um, a sunflower seed uh, sponsor on this show, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, thanks. Um, so, uh, Scott, back to construction tech. You've been working at Dozer for five years now. Mm-hmm. You're a huge part of the growth. Um, what's the biggest difference between working uh, on site uh, versus you know being in the office and part of a construction tech company? Um, the, the big, big difference is, um, I mean, the, the learning curve from, from the transition, um, that was, was pretty steep. Um, it was a challenge I really wanted to accept. Um, operating, um, is, is, is a lot of fun. And I always enjoyed the, the specs and details of the equipment. Um, so that really helped me transition to the tech side of it and what we're doing at Dozer. Um, I love to be, uh, you know, uh, a pseudo uh, product expert. Um, I like to know and and read up on equipment. Um, so I think that's helped me with the transition. Um, I've also never been much of a tech uh, guy. I, I, you know, I relied on 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 people with more information to uh, to help me, you know, set up my cell phone and, and things like that. Um, so. That was a lot of fun to learn all that. Um, honestly, the first few days at Dozer, um, you know, I was given a, a lot of tech and a lot of information, and um, it, it it was uh, it was overwhelming a little bit, but um, fun to to dig into all that info and to find out and find a way to ap- apply my operator knowledge and my product knowledge to what we're doing and what um dozer's all about and i i hope and i I think it's been beneficial to to teach people you know a little bit about the the little nuances of of the equipment and um and help dozer move forward and and be is is knowledgeable and aware of what we're renting um and help the customers because I think that's hugely important, getting the customers what they need for the project. Yeah, for sure, Scott. I know that the uh, the team and uh, you know customers definitely value um, you know the uh, the real life um, experience in the equipment uh, and knowing that there's uh, there's people here on the other side of the the email, text message, phone call, uh, you know, that have been in the equipment, know how to operate it, and. Uh, uh, you know, can speak to the the real life challenges. Um, Scott, how do you think uh, um, other people could make that transition? What what skills uh, should they uh, highlight in making that move? Um, I think I think the biggest um, for me it was really wanting to make the change. Um, every I think the the having an open mind and, um, the, the want to, to try new things. Um, I, I, I knew that being an operator was, was a passion of mine and I, I loved doing it. Um, but this was a, 
a great challenge and a good, um, I think a re- just a really fun experience to, um, a great road to go down. Um, the be being open to, um, uh, learning, um, asking questions. Uh, I think asking questions, I've had many conversations with, um, all the departments at Dozer, um, learning about, uh, what we're doing, um, what the, the technology is, um, and trying to understand it and see how I can work with that or apply that. Um, I mean, I was, I was not, a, a, a proficient with computers, to the point that I am now. Um, but I attribute that to just asking questions and not being afraid to, um, to, uh, you know, let people know you're not sure. Um, you know, you don't always have to be the expert. There's, there's experts out there and, and asking those questions and getting that information, um, and sharing is, is definitely going to help you, um, succeed. But, uh, yeah, just being willing to, to make the move and to really um, accept a new challenge, I think, is the biggest part. Uh, everything else will just fall into place. Um, yeah, you can you can learn anything. Sounds like there's uh, some characteristics and personality traits that uh, really transfer over from, you know, being in the seat uh, uh, of a tractor or an excavator or a rock truck to, you know, um, being inside and, uh, um, you know, working at a, a construction tech company. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, um, you know, y- you go from people in construction are always really, uh, eager to move to the next piece of equipment and learn something. Um, so I, I, I don't see why the transition to tech, um, for me was the exact same thing. Uh, it was just another piece of equipment, another, um, another forum to learn. Um, so it was, I, I think that transition could be made fairly easily. So Scott, as a construction tech company, we always like to ask people, uh, what's your favorite piece of machinery? Uh, it's pretty easy for me. Um, and I only got to operate it very, um, just a few uh, amount of times, but the Caterpillar D six T, um, is is just my favorite um, piece of equipment uh, for large earth moving. It's kind of the um, multi-purpose tool. It's a Swiss Army knife uh, for moving dirt. Um, you can do some good grading with it. You can bulk um, a decent amount of material for some short runs. Um, they're they're just a very versatile piece of equipment, um, and they just look good. Um, I think they're a really good looking piece of equipment. Um, I was never fortunate enough to, to get into anything much bigger. I've worked with D nines, um, but never got to operate them. Those are just big, impressive, uh, units, but you don't get a lot of them in Southern Ontario. Um, so I think the D six T is, is definitely the, my personal favorite. Awesome. Yeah. I've always wanted to operate one of those. Uh, that's, that's one of the ones that I haven't <laughs> been able to get into yet, but, uh, um, yeah, get it for sure. Um, here, uh, people speak very highly. Um, Scott, I want to thank you for being on our building builders podcast. It was uh, great chatting with you today. Uh, um, is there, uh, 
any way for people to get in touch with you? Um, any social media channels? So I'm on uh, uh, LinkedIn, uh, but you can also find Dozer at uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is a, this is a, a great experience. Uh, had a lot of fun. Um, love talking about construction and, and equipment. So uh, anytime. Awesome. Thanks again, Scott. Um, really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Building Builders podcast. You can follow us on social media or watch all of our episodes on YouTube. We ask that you leave a review on Apple Podcasts and all links are provided in the description of this episode. Thanks again for tuning in and we look forward to having you back for our next episode.